If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is The Art of Awesome, episode number 167. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. Welcome to The Art of Awesome. My name is Nick Troutman, and I'm a professional athlete, entrepreneur, family man, and adventure seeker. My goal is to share with you stories, knowledge, and inspiration as we continue on the journey together, searching for that secret sauce to producing awesome results in everyday life. Thanks for spending some time with me today, and let's get to it. Welcome back, everyone, to the Art of Awesome podcast. I am your host, Nick Troutman, and this is the show where we search for that secret sauce to success and the difference between the average and the awesome Today is Friday, so we've got another little Friday fire coming at you guys. And uh, originally, earlier on in the week, I was going to post a different uh, Friday fire. But being that I try to keep the Friday fires uh, something fresh and kind of what's going on in my world or the world or something rattle around in my head right now, I thought I would share with you guys Uh, the idea on dealing with defeat. As I'm currently here in England, in Nottingham, for the 2022 World Championships. And uh, last night in the quarterfinals, I did not make it on to the semifinals round. I did not progress uh, through the rounds. So uh, I thought this morning would be a perfect opportunity to share with you guys some of my ideas on dealing with defeat. And the thing about it is no matter what the competition truly is, whether it be, you know, whether it be a world championships, whether it be um, a local event, whether it be playing, um, whether it be a national event, a local event, any sort of competition, and it really doesn't matter the sport or the venue or the field. Really, the whole idea is when you break it down to its original concept, it's you're playing a game with your friends. You're out there playing a game just like how you would play, um, you know, play Monopoly Deal or play a board game with your friends at home. This is a different type of game where you're playing an event out in an arena, whether it be whether it be a soccer field or football or kayaking or whatever it is. You have gathered some friends together and you have decided to play a game. And part of that game, like in a board game or a card game or anything else, there's a winner and there are losers. 
and I know sometimes society doesn't like talking about losers or that term, but in reality, that's kind of how the world works. And someone wins the game and someone loses the game. Or if there's multiple people playing, then someone wins the game and a lot of people lose the game. So the first thing that you have to realize is, one, that you're playing a game. And when you play a game, it's best to realize and recognize that you play the game because it's fun. It's fun to play the game. It's fun to try to win. And if you always win, it actually is a lot less fun. If you were guaranteed to win, it's not nearly as fun. If you play, it, it's a big reason why people don't play as many games by themselves. It's more fun to play with others. And part of playing with others is somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose. And, and that's just kind of part of the game. So first off, recognize that you're playing that game. Second, recognize that we play the game or we play games because they are fun. And then third, realize that no matter your score, no matter your placing, don't let that determine your self-worth. I try to remind this to a lot of athletes here at the event that I've been watching train throughout the week that have just been looking phenomenal out there, amazing practice rides, tons of skill, and they just weren't able to pull it together for the competition rides. And I try to remind them, hey, don't let a judge uh, or or a ride or your performance um, dictate your self-worth or your skill in a kayak or any of that kind of stuff. It's, it's easy to kind of fall into that negativity trap where you start thinking, oh, I'm not good enough, or I'm never going to be good enough, or I can't believe, you know, that was my performance. Everybody is watching and caring on how well I did. You know, trust me, the people that are watching and caring, they, they're cheering you on to do your best, but nobody's going to start like, nobody's going to be like, oh, well, I'm no longer your friend if you didn't win. That's not how it works. So don't don't fall into that negativity trap of, of uh, your performance or your placing kind of dictating that self-worth or anything like that. And and also to, to just not let the, the judges, whether or not they judge strict and, and somewhat harsh or super easy and lenient, don't let that determine how well you are at at any field either, whether it be, you know, a specific sport or athletic discipline or, or even in school, don't let a test determine how well you necessarily know a subject or not. Really, you got to remember that a test, a competition, all this stuff, it really just determines who is the best athlete, who is the best you know, test taker, if, if you're in academics or, or whatever, in that subject, in that event, during that ride, during that day. I actually talked with Tom Dole earlier this week. Check out the interview with Tom. Uh, and, and and I said that, you, you know, after winning my world championships back in 20, 2009, gosh, it's been a while, um, that I, I had the realization that it doesn't necessarily, winning a world championships doesn't necessarily make you the world's best kayaker. You realize like, well, I was the best kayaker on that wave on that ride, on that day. And 
that's the same with everything, whether it be an event, whether it be a test, whether it be, you know, you know, whatever, that whoever won, whoever did the best performance, whoever got that the highest score, yes, they won that game. They won that event. They they did the best in that test. Um, it doesn't make them necessarily the best in the world at everything at all times for all eternity. It was like, no, in that exact moment, they won the game. And that's why I try to remind everybody that it is that game and that you can play again. Today is the semifinal round, but when we when we move on to the finals tomorrow, if we were to take all the athletes and run a secondary finals one hour later or 30 minutes later, you know what? The scores likely will change. And you never know. Maybe the entire podium changes. And that's just kind of part of playing games. Things change. So it's exciting to have the opportunity to play that game. It's always exciting to move on into the rounds and to be able to 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 try to win. And, I mean, that's why we play and that's why the game is always fun. Um but it can always change. And, you know, that's why the more opportunities, the more games we play, the more fun it becomes and and the better chance of uh, of you all, you know, potentially winning or, or having that great performance that you're looking for. So. Um, so finally, I would say continue playing the game uh, again. Don't let the defeat get you into that negative mindset where you're like, well, I'm just going to give up because I didn't win this time or I didn't have the performance I was looking for this time or, you know, I fell on my face in front of such a a huge crowd. I'm never going to do that again. Try not to fall into that negativity trap and just recognize, you know what? Better luck next time. Uh, the more that I do this, the better my performance is going to be, the the stronger my head game, my my mental strength, my competition head game will be. And the more that I do this, the more that I understand the rules of the game and understand the skills and the performance uh, and the tricks and the techniques that I'll need for future events. So continue at it and never give up. <clears throat> Another tip to remember is um, is to be a good winner when you win, but be a good loser when you lose. So no matter your performance, realize that whoever did end up winning the game, go congratulate them, cheer them on, as when you win, you hope that people congratulate you for winning. Do the same for others. Remember that... You know, in years from now, again, no matter what game it is that you are playing, no matter what event, um, that people will likely forget the score. People will likely forget your placing, but they will always remember how you made them feel when you guys were competing, whether you're in the eddy, whether you're on shore, whether you're in the locker room, um, whether you're in the parking lot. People will remember how you made them feel. They will remember maybe not the words that you said, but they will remember the feeling when you leave the conversation like, oh, that person is so nice. Oh, that person is so caring. That person is so supportive. Or that person is so mean. That person is so um, such a sore loser. That person is so negative. You have that choice to leave a positive impression. So regardless of your performance, regardless of your placing, try to remember to leave that positive impression and 
and both congratulate the winners and also just be in good spirits. Nobody likes a sore loser. Nobody likes when someone throws a fit after losing an event or game. It's kind of like when you play a board game and someone just literally picks the game up and throws it on the floor. Guess what? You probably don't want to play that board game with that person anymore. And it's the same in everything in life. So if you're out there doing an event, no matter what it is, whether you're in an arena, whether you're in a room taking a test, whether uh, no matter what, if, if you throw a fit out there and people are watching or competing against you, they're like, hmm, either I don't want to see that person compete or play or win, or I don't want to play or compete against that person anymore because people don't like sore losers. So be a good winner when you win, but also be a great loser when you lose because that's one of your best chances to win in the future is to have another opportunity to play. And if nobody wants to play with you anymore, guess what? You're never going to win. So those are some of my tips for dealing with defeat. Remember it's a game. Remember we play games to have fun. Don't let a judge or a teacher or anybody determine your self-worth in that subject or that field or anything like that. And keep going. Keep trying. Never give up because you will likely continue to improve. I know friends that... um, I know friends here at this World Championships that they didn't even make their first national team until they were in their 40s. They never gave up. They continued going. And in the master's class this year, that same competitor likely has a chance of winning uh, a world title in master's, which is a new event. And uh, I'm which is a new event and intrigued to see how that kind of uh, all plays out. But either way, a new event here in the World Championships is the Masters class. And yeah, that person never gave up and continued at it. I had a similar talk with Will Richardson uh, in a podcast in the past about how you actually can't lose if you never give up. Eventually, you will win. And part of that is that the competitors that you're competing against slowly um, kind of wither out. People start giving up. And if you're the last man standing, guess what? You win the game. So, guys, stay at it. Uh, deal with defeat the best that you can. And a little side uh, a little side tip at dealing with defeat that I hadn't mentioned previously. Uh, give yourself like five minutes. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes, you know, you've put a lot of effort and work into something and you need that five minutes to kind of like, I don't know. um, Wallow maybe in your own self-pity, which is uh, a sad thing to even say, but, but give yourself five minutes. Don't let it last, last past that and get out of it and realize, okay, you know, game's done. We're on to the next game. Uh, keep at it and keep going. Hopefully this has helped you guys. And hopefully you guys got something out of this, whether you, hopefully you guys got something out of this as we all deal with defeat at some point in our lives. Um, and I encourage you guys to keep at whatever it is that you guys are doing. And yeah, hopefully you got something with it. So if you guys know someone that needs to hear this, please share it with them. Uh, or share it out on social media, anything like that. And yeah, just 
as as you guys sharing this content helps us build that collective and community as a whole. As always, guys, I am Nick Troutman signing off, wishing you all a truly awesome day. Go be awesome. Now go do something awesome. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.